0: That kind of period from leaving that job up until Reading Festival 2019 was was pretty bad and I kind of realised it when I was kind of packing my bags for Reading and I was all over the place. Even though I'd been the year before and I knew exactly what I needed to take, I had no clue. Other than one or two music acts, I had an absolutely dreadful time. Um, I couldn't sleep, I was having panic attacks in the tent whilst everyone else was out. Having fun, drinking, and all sorts, um, and I was on my phone to my parents quite a lot. And I went back one night, went back again. I ended up leaving early. Um, I didn't even stay for the Sunday. I just got the hell out of there. And then I went to the doctor's appointment the next day, uh, kind of expecting just to be go to go in and be told, you know, there's nothing. Uh, it's false alarm. But I walked in, did the kind of checklist test that they got me to do, and I came out with extremely high uh, figures on both the depression and the anxiety side, which was a was a big shock to the system. Come on down, take a
1: Hello and welcome back to the Talking Head podcast.
0: If you don't know who we are, every week we get new voices talking about a different subject around mental health. This podcast may contain sensitive subjects and vocabulary that has been shown to provoke a reaction. But know that all efforts have gone into making sure it's as helpful to everyone as possible. As always, we appreciate all the love and support towards each and every episode. Sharing does make people listen. And listening sparks conversation. Let's get talking.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Talking Head podcast. This is episode 10. It's a big one, double figures. Um, I don't know how we've managed to get here, but I'm very happy that we have. Um, It's a sort of first monumental, can you say monumental at 10? I suppose you can, um, sort of episode we've reached. And um, yeah, it's sort of been a, a nice journey so far, so I'm looking forward to where the future sort of brings us. Um, my name is Taylor Kadic. um As always, I'm your host, if you like. And um, today I will be joined by a, a new guest, as we do with uh, most weeks. Although I think uh, we've had another Lewis on this twice, um, so <laughs> yeah, right. Battle of the Lewises um But yeah, competition. Guess, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I'm joined by another Lewis um, today. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'll, I'll let
0: you uh, lead the floor. Sure. So uh, my name's is Lewis Fincham, and. Uh, I know Taylor through, um, well, we're going to uni and doing the same course together. Um, I'm a massive Arsenal fan. Um, I play guitar. I'm a singer songwriter. Yeah, I know you wouldn't like that. (laughs) Um,
1: No, actually, it's all right. Arsenal, they're all right in my books. Compared to other clubs, Yeah. uh, they're okay. I'll give you that. Okay, decent, Um, decent. So, yeah, that's pretty much me. Yeah, so uh, I do have to mention, in fact, no, in fact, I'll mention that probably in my. um, in my uh, best of the week so we'll move on to best of the week first okay. um, so my best of the week um, is going to be that football's back and, yeah. Um it's a, it's a positive because I've missed football and uh, Leeds are back in the prem, which is good mm-hmm. And they're putting, nice. on the, they're putting on a good show I don't care what anybody says they're putting on a good show 4-3 against Liverpool yeah they're lost 4-3 yeah. right? yep. against Liverpool that's a good game a 7 goal game that's good and I've just seen that we've uh, just scored a 93 minute goal against Hull So it's 1-1, still not a great result, but you know what? Leeds are always in it for the drama. 93 minutes, you can't beat it.
0: Um, What's been your best of the week? Um, I've just had like, because I've moved into the new place. I've moved into my house uh, share quite early Um, and I've had like mates around here. So that's been great. We've just been having music and uh, chilling out and, you know, my close mates that I've known for a long time that kind of helps me move in um that's probably the best bit also about the and signing the new contract was a very I good thought, news. yeah <laughs> that was very good news um yeah. and the three yeah. nil win of course
1: yeah well i saw that as well yeah so yeah you know, it's all right for some um <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah no um so yeah well, let's talk about um your album which is now coming out this friday as we are yeah this friday so what's that gonna be friday the
0: uh 18th 19th comes out on the 19th oh so is it Saturday? it comes out on a Saturday so obviously Friday night no worries Friday night is when it will drop I got you Um, I got you it's been a long time coming yeah yeah so so how long have you been sort of doing music then? well um, I got my first guitar 11 years ago now Um, and funny story it got damaged about a month later by the (laughs) shop so uh, I got another one, it was a better one because they were like oh we messed your guitar up have a better one Mm. Um, I started off just purely electric and I wouldn't sing at all Um, and then I I guess as I got older um, I started to experiment more and got myself an acoustic, not this one but you know a black oh, yeah. version of this, basically. And um, just got into just writing songs that I'd have ideas come into my head and I'd write the, the, the lyrics down in my phone and then I'll pick up the guitar the next day and come up with a chord progression. And things kind of just gradually happened. I started making one or two songs and took it to my mate and he helps me record the first single, which is also going to be on the album, but it's out now. As a single. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just things kind of progressed
1: really. Right. So obviously, um, you're doing a film making course with me at uni. So at the moment, sort of, where do you see your music sort of taking you? So you're doing a film course. I imagine that's where your priority is at, but then you've also got the music as well.
0: Yeah, I guess the, the film course is the kind of, uh, job route that I've kind of taken because I feel like, becoming a musician and a successful musician is a lot harder Mm. maybe, than following an actual career path. Um, That's why it's like a side project, but it's a side project that I take pretty seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, very seriously, so that you're actually releasing an album. Uh, I found it pretty wild and pretty ambitious. You're releasing an album before even releasing an EP. That's mad. Um, so that's, that's a bit of confidence. Um, so, how, how long is the sort of track list, or how, how many tracks are we
0: expecting? So, there are seven songs. Right. Uh, six of them new, one of them being Take a Trip to My Head, which is my single. Which I've, which I've listened, listened
1: to. to. Very good. Very good. I mean, sure. um, so um, how long have you been producing that album? Is it been sort of a. a, a wow. Well,
0: I well, the producing, the producing period takes a long time. So mm. the, the single itself didn't take too long. Um, but then uh, lockdown happened, um, as we all know. Mm. <laughs> and lockdown gave me a lot of time to just sit around and play on the guitar a lot more. Mm. Um, and I wrote a lot of the album during lockdown. Right. Um, the The single was written... Last year, um, and the rest was all written during lockdown. Oh man. Um, so, yeah, and then I wrote more, but I cut it down to seven because I wanted it to be good.
1: So, for a lot of people, I found that um, lockdown was quite a creative sort of period where a lot of people were sort of spending a lot of time alone, sort of were forced in, you know, maybe in the bedrooms, and the only thing they could sort of exert the energy to with something creative um, yeah I've been a victim well, I say a victim I don't want to say a victim because I was I was enjoying it but um, yeah. I, I've been I've been very productive in, in lockdown so, so have you um, so obviously we can sort of link that because lockdown sort of had an effect on a lot of people's mental health sort yeah. of being stuck alone for a lot of people was very difficult um, so I'd imagine that'd translate quite well to sort of what you were writing at the time
0: yeah yeah I mean um it was coming off uh, quite a low period for me um, around September around September time last year. I was uh, I was diagnosed with uh, depression and anxiety. Um, specifically, uh, specifically, it was um, called adjustment disorder. Right. Um, basically, I won't go into the detail too much, um, but a lot of things happened around the same time. Mm. So I was obviously kind of coming out of college, which I absolutely loved. Um, and I felt like all my friends I had were at college and outside of college, I didn't really have a lot. Um, and I had my girlfriend and we broke up at the same time. All of these things in conjunction happened at the same mm. time, which caused a very heightened sense of uh, of paranoia almost. Um, and so day-to-day tasks became very hard and. Um, yeah i just struggled for for a period and um but thankfully i'm out of that now um but the song the songs in the album talk very much about that time um it tries to look upon it as a learning curve rather than just sad songs yeah, um, yeah I, that's I, what I try to have yeah, exactly i try and have a reason um because i can I now have two clear pictures. How where I was last year to where I am now is two very different people. Yeah. Um, And that's, yeah, that's what I tried to capture in the uh, songwriting process.
1: I think that's a very, like, sort of um, positive and sort of um, optimistic way to look at it rather than being pessimistic. A lot of sad songs get caught up in sort of, oh, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm sad, but they never fucking reflect on the sort of happiness and usually they'll they'll release another album where they'll be happy all of a sudden yeah you're not reflecting on that process and sort of it's nice that you're sort of doing an album on that um so yeah no that's really good so you say you're about college were you doing uh, filmmaking there
0: uh i did um double media and business so media was kind of similar to film we made documentaries music videos adverts short films Um, it covered everything and there was a lot of you know theory on social media and and stuff like that Mm. Um, and then I did business which I thought I was going to fail and still managed to get a C which was pretty decent Um, and yeah that that period was an amazing period and I guess coming out of such amazing times into low times was a bit of a shock Um, I'd never experienced any mental health issues before last year so right. it was quite a new thing for me. Um, so I, I kind of struggled to adapt. Hence the adaptation thing that I was diagnosed with. So I mean, if we can talk about the
1: diagnosis. Um, so diagnosis yes. is something I sort of want to go into in a podcast in itself because there's a lot with it. Um, sort of, it's it's a weird thing to be diagnosed with um, a mental illness because it's being diagnosed with any sort of illness is always sort of seen as a negative thing and a, a very sort of a scary thing. Yeah, um, but sort of being uh, reassured that you have some sort of problem is good in some ways, but also bad. Um, so what sort of provoked you to sort of get that diagnosis? Was it um, a friend, a family member? Was it yourself? You know, what sort of made you go out there and sort of you know, have that diagnosis happen?
0: Well, um, I guess the kind of the beginning of the illness happens when I, I left my job. At, I was I was working at Legoland, um, right. Windsor. And, or? Yeah, Windsor.
1: Oh, mad! I haven't gone there in years, but <laughs> yeah. Is it is it good? Is it good working there? Or are you not going No, it?
0: no. I I, <laughs> I hated it. Um, I felt like it was very mundane, as most jobs are. But they they put me on the same ride day in day out, uh, um, and it was the type of job. Could be in such a big company that if you had an issue, you would have to email and it would take like five days to be resolved. And by then the, the, um, the thing you were trying to get sorted might have already passed. Um, and I felt like I wasn't getting enough free time. I was working too much and I wasn't getting enough time to spend with my girlfriend at the time and my friends at the time. Um, so I just, got home one day and broke down and just my mum was like right if this job is you know making you feel like this you gotta leave so i left and um that kind of period from leaving that job up until reading festival 2019 um was was pretty bad and i kind of realized it when um i was kind of packing my bags for reading and i was all over the place even though i had been the year before and I knew exactly what I needed to take. Um, I had no clue. Um, I literally went, my mind went blank. Uh, it was horrible. Um, and then I went to Reading, and, uh, other than one or two music acts, I had an absolutely dreadful time. Um, I couldn't sleep. I was having panic attacks in the tent whilst everyone else was out having fun, drinking and all sorts. Um, and I was on my phone to my parents quite a lot. And, uh, I went back one night, went back again, um, and it was just awful. So my mum took it on herself to uh, call and get me a doctor's appointment for for when I got back. I ended up leaving early. Um, I didn't even stay for the Sunday. I just got the head out of there. Um, And then I went to the doctor's appointment the next day, uh, kind of expecting just to go go in and be told, you know, there's nothing. uh, It's false alarm. But I walked in, did the kind of checklist test that they got me to do, and I came out with extremely high uh figures on both the depression and the anxiety side, which was a was a big shock to the system. Uh, and it took a while to uh to sink in. Um mm. so so they put me on tablets and literally a, a day later, um me and my girlfriend split up. So it all kind of happened at the same time. And it wasn't too pleasant, um, but yeah, that's that's the gist of it.
1: It's um, frustrating that obviously you didn't have a, an amazing time at Reading because um, I'm a big fan of uh, festivals. Um, personally, if I go to Reading, I go to Leeds, but yes. I mean, I've already had conversations with you about what's better. We won't get, we won't get tied down in it again because um, <laughs> the answer is obvious. Anyway, um, we're moving on to sort of, you know, this time after um after reading so you said you broke up with your girlfriend obviously i have to go into too much detail but um sort of i've always found that if it's, it if it's a healthy one it's always going to be better was it sort of healthy for you or was it sort of a very unhealthy relationship
0: it was it was it was a, it was an extremely healthy relationship right um we literally we were together for about three and a half months um and we got on like a house on fire you know we literally spent most days of the week together um we literally never argued to the point where we would fake argue because we never argued yeah. um and i guess I was, I was told it was like a honeymoon period and i was just like yeah whatever like you know that's a saying i didn't really believe it because of how well things were going um but I guess I won't get into the reason because it's not fair on, no, yeah, on her. Um, but I guess a lot of it went came down to what I was going through and her not being able to help me. Um, yeah. So she thought it was better. She thought it was better that we parted ways, and actually, she was right. Um, it was the right thing to do, um, as much as I didn't see it at the time.
1: Yeah I mean I, I can relate to that sort of not being happy in yourself um, usually isn't something you should sort of rely on somebody else to try and find the happiness for you you should try and find it in yourself yes. and then sort of then obviously go back into that world of of, um, of relationships and stuff like that that's, that's what yes. you should be doing the entire time sort of it took me a, a while to sort of realise that and sort of get my head around it but um, yeah it's a concept that most people don't even think about but it's something you know a lot of people do need to think about because you know happiness starts with yourself really um, so yeah let's, yeah let's, let's go into sort of the album again um, <laughs> okay let's talk about these the single so what so can you tell us uh, what the singles about um, a sort of obviously that was wrote quite a while ago yeah and then can you tell us about the first few songs that were written during that lockdown period sure
0: so so take a trick to my head the, uh, the single Is a is a song that I wrote, Um, and during that that low period, um, I didn't want to do anything. Um, I literally didn't want to do any of my hobbies. Um, So I didn't want to play Xbox. I didn't want to play guitar. I didn't want to play football. I didn't want to watch football. I didn't didn't literally want to listen to music. I literally didn't want to do anything because I felt that bad. Um, And one night, I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to let this ruin my life. So I went in to the playroom, I grabbed my guitar and uh, I just started strumming along and I came up with a chord progression in my head. I was like, this is good. Um, And I just freestyled over the top of it. And I literally, I'm not lying here, I literally sang the whole song. Freestyled. And then afterwards, I was like, God, I can't remember the lyrics. I can't remember what I just said. <laughs> yeah. so, I had to kind of, so I had to kind of replay it. And eventually, I, I don't think I got exactly what I said the first time, but I got close. Um, and I guess like you the lyrics take a trip to my head. It's somewhere I don't want to be. Can you do the thinking for me? It's like kind of the lyrics in the first, because I just didn't want to be in that place. I was, I was always, it was a song about, you know, why me? Mm. um and i guess when you listen to it more you can uh you can appreciate that um yeah and then obviously once i released the single uh i was like naturally writing a lot more um because during lockdown i was playing a lot more um and i was still kind of uh i was not depressed or anxious anymore, but I still they, those feelings were very fresh. Um, so I still wrote about a lot of them, um, those feelings, uh, a lot about the breakup, a lot about just general um, what I was going through. It was always what I was going on in here that would go down on the paper, um, and that's how the songs would would happen one by one. They would they would be written. So, yeah.
1: I've always found it sort of a, a good technique to sort of as soon as I sort of think of anything, write it down as I'm thinking about it, because then you just sort of forget about it. Um yeah. I do that so often, I have so many like sort of little moments where I'm like, Oh, th- that'd be okay and then sort of and then I'll forget about it if I don't write it down. So I I'm always fucking recording myself or something like that, or just sort of getting yeah. all those ideas out because otherwise it's gone. Um I've got the memory of a goldfish unfortunately. Um yeah. so it, it it is what it is so um so what's the reaction been like to the single has it been
0: the single um has done very well um it's got nearly 500 listens now or uh, streams right. and that's oh. and that is just on uh spotify oh, wow. um it's on all streaming services so if you if you think that only that 500 listens on spotify imagine how many people have listened on apple music or amazon exactly. music yeah. or even, yeah. you know um so, yeah, that's, that's been a success. And when I've played it around my mates and stuff, they all know the, the words.
1: They all know the words. That's they that's all sing the song.
0: And, uh, yeah, every time they co- it comes on, they're generally impressed. Um, they, they're like, this is a great song, There is, you know, blah, blah, blah. That gives me a lot of confidence, um, I guess, now uh, with the album. I want to take it to the next level where I kind of start having uh, people that I don't know Coming up to me and saying I like your music, rather than people I do know that could just be saying it out of you know being nice. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 I've, I've gigged. Um, I've been in a band before and been in, in and around the songwriting process before. Um, we, we released a single, but it was on uh, SoundCloud, not, not anything big. But the gigging side of it um, is something I kind of want to get back.
1: Yeah I mean it's sort of coming back now isn't it sort of gigs and stuff like that um people yeah. are doing stuff like that and obviously you are seeing, obviously um people now performing sort of in in smaller venues that's that's been allowed to sort of happen in a way um which is all good and sort of all positive because people sort of miss live music in a way uh, yes. You were speaking about um, live music at Redmond So who did you see at Redmond that actually it was good? Did they sort of take uh, inspiration to what you do? Because I imagine I could have a guess at one um, that been, Taylor. Judging by the tattoo uh, Judging
0: by the uh, give yourself a try Ooh. tattoo yes. A very
1: nice, a very, 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 very nice uh, tattoo um, For anybody, that, well you won't be able to see it Because it isn't a video podcast yet It will be, I've already oh. mentioned um, but um, he's a 1975 tattoo. Um, so I imagine you were impressed by their uh, performance at Reading.
0: Yes, um, one of a few acts that I generally enjoy. Um, like, the Light in 75 in general are a massive inspiration um, because I know Matty himself went through very dark periods. Mm. A lot of his songs are written about those in a major key as he always says um so yeah i saw the the acts i enjoyed at reading uh post malone 21 pilots uh the 1975 wombats uh royal blood all of those and um boston manor as well um so i did enjoy parts of reading don't get me wrong um Mm. reading reading 2018 was like probably the best weekend of my life um 2019 was you know i there's still memories um mm. there's still memories that i kind of look back on i've got my ticket for next year already so oh, no. i'm going back um i'm going back i'll, I'll learn from my mistakes before i make sure i don't do that again
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i've i've got a, i had a lot of fucking um lessons learned that weekend i'll be honest um what means to do with alcohol, but we'll, we'll move past that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is, you've got to live hardcore sometimes, and I'm sure I'll make the same mistakes again. Um, yeah, I'm also a big fan of the night of 75. I think you already know that, Lewis, but I thought I'd mention it on the podcast. Um, and I can sort of see um, where you sort of take a lot of inspiration to. I was, I was looking at some of the uh, videos on your music page on Instagram, which I'll obviously link in the um, description of this one on, on Spotify and on all the uh, streaming services. But um, awesome. there is sort of... um to so your voice there is sort of a bit of Matt Healy in there I, I can sort of recognise it a bit sort of in the way you sing it's it's, it's it's unique but in a way I can sort of hear a bit like sort of echoed in a way which is nice. yeah
0: I wouldn't be surprised
1: yeah I mean you've covered him a few times so it's like yeah like, I sort of gained it from that maybe maybe it's sort of that yeah but maybe. um I can yeah. sort of hear it in in your voice and you know sort of if you're a fan of 1975 then who knows you know lewis yeah be the next thing to move on to um so yeah um but yeah i mean so producing the album okay yeah that's that's a mad one right so i i mean i can't i've i've tried to produce sort of an um say an album i tried to produce like a little soundtrack for a short film and this the short film was you know it was proper guitar drums all this stuff you know sort of vocals it was all that stuff um yeah sort of, i was doing it in a college environment i didn't have any tuition or anything like that i was doing it by, by myself it's a it's a uh, soundtrack i will never release because it's dog shit but <laughs> we're, 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 we'll, move, we'll move past it right i wrote original okay. stuff for it um it was all done it's all finished it's all done but it's still shit and it's never gonna get released um okay and i uh, mean my la- my mates laugh about it now because obviously it's it's one of those things but how do you go about producing something like that? Especially if you said you were sort of producing it out of lockdown? Was it out of lockdown or...
0: Yeah,
1: it, yeah. As soon it as was, lockdown finished out.
0: or, well, finished, whatever. As soon as I was allowed around my mates, um, it was it was getting recorded. Um, so my mate uh, who helps me produce the album, his name is Aaron right. Um And he literally... Has a studio, a full-size professional studio, in his back garden. In a oh, shed. that helps!
1: That helps, doesn't it?
0: So that helps a lot. Um, he is—he's also the former drummer of my band. So Andy went to college with me. So obviously, we got on very well. Um, and he recorded my single. So I was like, right, let's go. Let's go to him and let's give him these samples that I've already kind of self-recorded at home, and uh, let's see what we can do um and you know the process is, is incredibly long you, the, the first thing you do is you have to kind of make demos guide tracks so everything will be just into the computer um midi instruments um uh, recording directly into the, t- the computer with a mic no you know properly recordings just yet um because the first thing real to go down is the drums and then after that you can start adding all the real instruments recorded properly in his recording room. Uh, So linking up all the amps for the guitars and setting up the mics, professional mics properly. Um, And then obviously with that, he then goes and produces the song, Mm -hmm. um, which takes a long time to mix. Um, But once he's got all the elements, it's fairly, it's a fairly a simple process for him. I wouldn't have no clue myself, but for him, he's been doing it for a long time, so he's the expert, I guess. That's
1: all good. I mean, it's so, uh, sort of. Um, it seems quite convenient. You've had this sort of studio just to go to. I see yeah. for free and stuff like that, and you can sort of just go and just go into his garden and sort of record it. And um, it's nice how you've sort of had those sort of ideas stored up in lockdown, and eventually you could sort of, you know, release them all. Yeah. So how long was that process sort of um, recording it all, getting it all done and stuff like that? How, how long have you been sort of sitting on it, ready to be released?
0: Oh, literally, I had some ideas before lockdown. Didn't start recording or writing the songs until lockdown started, I guess, in March. Um, and, you know, I'd say the album was finished quite early on in, in lockdown. Um, I guess the concepts for the songs. I mean, the songs weren't completely done then, mm. but um, yeah, um, I'm just literally getting my uh calendar up to see the first kind of session the recording session was. Mm. Um, oh, there you go, so July. No, no, it's much earlier than July. I, I don't know why that's the first one that's coming up. It was much earlier. I'd say it took the actual recording process took about three months.
1: Right. Okay. So that's that's long to be fair, um, especially for. So- I mean, I, I mean I tried and I, I like it was taking like full on day, like full on days to just set up the equipment sort of, and then you'd, and you'd finish the day. And I think I set a, one day out and I was like, I need to record three songs today, have it all finished, which is completely unrealistic. Yeah. you can never do that. Especially if you yeah. have no idea what you're doing as well. So it's like it was a nightmare that day. I think we managed to sort of do it, which was weird because we managed. I mean, think it's probably a reason why it's shit because it took like fucking. you literally rushed it all. But yeah, It's yeah. a it's a, a big process, and I have a lot of respect for you for doing it. So, yeah, you know, doing it at this point as well. So um, so I imagine you're quite optimistic with um sort of releasing it. Um, what's 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 to come next from you then? What's to come next?
0: Well, I've already got. Uh, songs you know some ideas mm. um, that I can put into the next album so that'll be what's next It'll, there'll be a second album um, obviously depending on the success of the first um, but I am I am quite optimistic about this first album because um, it's taken a lot of effort a lot of time and if I had the, the recordings and didn't like them, then they would be going nowhere. Um, but I guess a lot, thanks to Aaron, um, it's, they sound amazing. Um, and I'm just, it's exactly the idea that I came up with in lockdown has been put into songs. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better job to be done. And now I just got to wait until well, Saturday, Friday night for it to drop. Um, and, uh, yeah, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, it should be good. I mean, I'll be listening along, mate, though, so don't worry about that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I'll, I'm going to show you sort of in the links, so if anybody wants, just wants to check it out, they can do. It'll be easy for you. Just go into the links of the Spotify, whatever you're listening on. It should just be in the description, um, and so it should be fine just to try and find it. Um, and a lot of people do listen to it on Spotify, so you've got no excuses not to sort of uh, tune in anyway. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so... What's the overall aim with the music? So you were talking about, you know, sort of <laughs> leading up to the release. What's now the aim, sort of, now? Where do you... Want okay. To, where, in a, it's sort of, I want a realistic answer and then <coughs> a, an answer where you could be like, if I could, I would.
0: Well, um, I really want to gig. I want to get, you know, performing it. Um, because... The I, the buzz of recording is one of the best feelings you'll you'll ever have. uh performing, sorry. Um, so yeah, I want to get back to performing. Um, the 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 first performance I'm trying to get organised already, um, but it's gonna be like a full kind of headline length set of my songs plus a load of covers okay. um, to try and uh, you know promote it more. I mean, I'm going to be doing my own promotions, and uh, people listening to this hopefully will. See the click the links, um, but I want I want it to be, I guess, just successful enough to feel rewarding for the amount of effort that I put in. Mm. Um, I don't want it to be an anticlimax where I release it and it literally gets a couple hundred listens and then it kind of dies off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't do things just for the fun of it. I mean, I, I do enjoy it, but I do it uh, take it seriously. So. <laughs>
1: you want it to have an impact sort of an lasting impact because you don't just produce stuff and sort of, I mean, that's what I, I produce sort of a lot of my stuff to sort of not just have an impact on something for like, you know, a second or so, you know, it's nice to entertain people for like, you know, even just a second, but yes. just to even have sort of an effect on something or um, have a lasting effect on something or somebody is good, which is sort of why I do the podcast. You know, I've had, like you were talking about earlier, uh, people sort of messaging you, um, saying you, you're doing well, you know, I've sort of already had, this, had sort of people messaging me. I don't even know sort of messaging me, and it's it, that's yeah. um, sort of yeah, it is lovely to sort of know that you have an effect. And sort of when you're talking about similar things to so what we talk about on the podcast, anyway, you guarantee yeah. of effect. But if you can get that listening effect, sort of, you know, really be writing the right messages, then obviously you're onto a winner, and sort of, you know, you are going to sort of have that impact. So that's a bit of um, optimism for you there yes Uh, so obviously with the music i don't want to get i don't want to go too far and get caught up too too far in sort of the future but i mean if you could would you headline reddin
0: oh wow of course (laughs) course. (laughs) Um. um Wow, that
1: would be insane. I know. I mean, sort of, in a way, I've always had this fantasy. I was like, oh, it would be amazing if I could sort of do that. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things you sort of think, push back into your head. But then again, if they, they're um, choosing uh, Catfish in the bottom Bottomhead to headline um, reading then i suppose anybody can do it
0: wow are you not a fan of catfish
1: no i'm not saying i'm not a fan i'm just saying really headlining reading at this point where they're getting like (laughs) two million uh, monthly listeners (laughs) a bit mad Mm, i don't know um i mean what's your opinion on the reading lineup but i don't i don't want to get too sidetracked but what's your opinion
0: Um, good bad i literally i literally remember on the day that it was announced um i said to my mum as long as Eva, Post Malone or the 1975 are there then i'm happy and obviously post malone is there and then on top of that we've got neck deep i absolutely love neck deep mm-hmm. and obviously like two doors gonna be a vibe storms is gonna be all right um yeah I, I don't think it's too bad and obviously we're gonna have the uh, oasis reunion no no of course we're not. <laughs> but liam Gallagher is basically oasis so yeah no it's it's all right i think it's I, I i want to say it's as good
1: as it could have got but like i reckon i mean i I mean i don't want to get caught up too much in the controversies but no female headliner really no, bit,
0: yeah yeah especially uh, after all the talk about it as well
1: mm. i mean you've got six opportunities there now because you've got double <laughs> double stages and they don't even choose one. One, one a lot of people have gone well there's no female headliners that could have done it and i'm like yeah, I'll, I'll give you two two words. Dua Lipa, right? Get Dua yeah. Lipa on that stage, right? I would have been there. I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, I, w- I, I was there 20- in
0: 2018.
1: Yeah, I wasn't there for 2018, so I can't really speak, but I I've was... heard good things.
0: Yeah, it was good. I mean, we were kind of there to get a good spot for uh, Panic at the Disco, we won't lie, but right. still, <laughs> it was all right. Did yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, no,
1: I've, I've heard good things. And sort
0: of, with how big she
1: is now, I suppose, yeah, maybe she would be expensive. But, still, no excuse. (laughs) Especially if you can get Post Malone again. Like, you know, you could have really... I know. And a lot of people have given me sort of mixed opinions about that. And am well, I don't want to see him again. But I'm like, he's got a new album and that'll be fine. He's
0: got another album and I reckon he'll have another
1: one by the time. Yeah, so do I. I think he's going to have the new rock album or whatever. He's working on something a bit more rocky. He's working actually. on a rock album.
0: Yeah, that'll be amazing.
1: So hopefully if he can get that out and bang that out before August, then we'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and I reckon yeah. he probably will with it because um, he gets stuff up quick. So that's all yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Um. I do sort of want to wrap it up, but let's just talk about one of the new songs. Okay. So Okay. Sort of give us a title and tell us what it's about. Okay. You can choose any if you want. You don't have to, by the way, I'm not forcing you. I'm not going, you have to do it. But if you, if you could, the album's only three days away. Give us a, a little bit of an
0: exclusive. Okay. Well, um, my favorite song on the album is called you and I, um, And it very much is kind of reminiscing better times, Um, and it kind of it it kind of it's almost like asking the question why why did we have to break up? It's very much about the breakup, it um, and it kind of talks about um, the expectation upon me to just move on, Mm -hmm. um, and how I kind of struggled with that. Um, and that's kind of what the, the song is about. Um, that's definitely one, if you were tuning in and you wanted one song to listen to, to kind of get the vibe of the album, hmm. listen to that one first.
1: Right, okay. And so with that one, is it sort of mainly just guitar? you sort of doing guitar vocals or you incorporating different instruments? Or is it, is it mainly quite straight back?
0: No, this is probably the most full uh full band song right um so it starts off acoustic then it kind of kicks in with some electric guitar drums everything bass um and it's very it's probably the most technical song on the album um it's got very different and experimental kind of elements on it rather than just the verse chorus structure there's um there's a fair amount that goes on to keep you interested um and yeah, there's a very long guitar solo. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, that's probably the one that uh, I would look
1: out for. Right, cool. Yeah, sound. Um, so yeah, I'll leave a link to all the uh, stuff in the description for Lewis. Uh, um, I would recommend going and checking it out. Um, obviously, I can't give you too much word on what the album's like. It might be terrible. I'm hoping it's not, mate. i <laughs> it up. But yeah, no, I'm yeah. hoping it's good. I've been bigging it up. So yeah, we'll see what it's like. Um, obviously, it's all released on Friday friday night midnight is when it comes friday. out midnight Friday.
0: so i will be doing a live stream if you want to uh click the link in, in the description to go onto my instagram and make sure you tune in to the live stream where i will be listening along with hopefully you guys oh to, my, to the songs
1: all right yeah so look forward to that sort of um
0: and, and you're getting that all for free as well free content as
1: well and um, yes so is it coming out and it's I assume Spotify um all streaming services. Right, all that's of. mad. Okay. So is that something you self funded?
0: Uh yeah, I paid for that,
1: yeah. Oh mad. So make sure he doesn't fucking go to waste, right? Yeah. Um make sure you definitely go to support it. Um uh, I he'd appreciate it, I'd appreciate it. And uh, and yeah, sort of um yeah, do what you can and also try and share it as well. If you can listen to it and share it, that's even yes. better. That's a golden yeah, that's thing. That. That would be amazing. It's very easy to share on Spotify. And, uh, show uh, songs on on Instagram and stuff like that. You can literally just share, put it on Spotify, put in your story. Very it takes
0: easy.
1: Like five seconds. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, thirty seconds, twenty seconds, however long it is, it would be. Yeah. Um, to Lewis and also to me, uh, and sort of yeah, and then also if you can sort of just, again, I don't want to promote myself too much because this is more only about Luis, but, um. Your podcast has been doing really well recently and yeah i'd appreciate it sort of keeping up that support um but this week is about lewis's album so if you could definitely uh share that you can i think you can share the entire album as well on your story as well rather than just yeah song. so yeah do do what you can and also maybe send him your sort of uh favorite songs i will be doing so yeah just um do what you can and i'd appreciate it lewis would appreciate it uh, yeah um, but just before you go, I've already, I was going to say, have you got anything to plug? But I think we've already plugged enough for you. Um, do you have any sort of last messages to sort of uh, end the podcast? Like maybe a message to people who have been suffering, being in the same situation as you, sort of yeah, this really tough time where everything's piling up on them.
0: What would be your your advice to that person who's this? I I just what what I went through is something that I would never wish on any other person. Um, what I would say is. Um, The first step to getting better is accepting that there's something wrong Um, because that was the the thing that took me the longest Um, for ages I was just like oh this is ridiculous there's nothing wrong with me even though there quite clearly was Um, so I guess without without doing that to begin with you're not going to get anywhere because if you go if you move forwards with the notion that there's nothing wrong then there's nothing to fix and you won't get any better so I guess that's that's important but also there will be uh highs in the lows um and one thing I was always told and it very much so helped me is remember those highs write them down um you know keep a keep a journal um when when these good things happen note them down because when you're in that negative place, you uh, your brain naturally wants to just continue thinking about those negative things. But if you um, take the time to read and remind yourself about the good things that happened in your week, then, you know, you can start the next week with a positive mindset rather than a negative one. That's what I would say. All right, positive. Um, Very
1: nice. Very nice way to end the podcast. Um, So, yeah, sort of, and also it's good to remember sort of you know, those, the, the bad times are normal. And even if they're really, really bad, they are normal. It happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, Lewis won't be the first person to go through these issues, unfortunately. That, that's life. Um, but also, you know, remember, sort of, um, if, you're, if you want to, and he's sort of that kind of person, so turn those, like, negatives into, into positives by just being creative. That's what Lewis yes. has done. And who knows? You could make an album out of it. Um, that's what Lewis has done. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's been nice. It's been lovely speaking to you, Lewis, today. Yes, you uh, too. Thanks for having me. No worries, man. No worries, man. And sort of, um, we'll be seeing each other at uni again soon. Uh, yes. I just do, do want to say, but just before I end the podcast, the podcast will be coming to a temporary stop just so that I can sort of adjust to uni sort of adjust because it's a big big fucking change in my life and sort of um I yeah. do need sort of a, a bit of a break just to sort that out um, so I think we'll be doing that in like one or two episodes time I will put it on the social media in advance I'm not just going to go right that's the end of it and I don't know when I'll see you next it will be a very short break and sort of a, uh, something that I'll announce um, very very soon um, but I have given plenty of warning and um, uh, sort of leading up to it because I know a lot of people listen to it quite on the regular like on a Friday sort of then give me messages about it so um, yeah that will be coming very soon um, but then again you've got Lewis's album to listen to that, like. <laughs> so yeah I've, I've done enough plugging for you now mate I think I should just because yes. I don't want to do overdo it but I think I've already passed that point anyway um, it's been lovely speaking to you Lewis today and um, I look forward to uh, seeing you at uni and um, yeah again it's been really lovely for people to join us and listen into this conversation even if some of it has been waffle about Reading and Leeds and lineup. up uh, well that's you know, always going to happen it's always going to happen but it's actually been quite good I don't think I'm going to cut anything out of this so that's like the first time that's ever happened on a podcast oh so, wow okay yeah yeah I know so um, yeah no uh, cheers for listening guys and I'll see you next week for whatever's next week we don't know yet but yeah I'll see you yeah. later
0: Bye-bye.